warning. This podcast is about to open the sealed section of spirituality. Hey you. Yeah, you. We see you, you divine human being. And we are calling you to come home. We are ready to talk about the real shit. We're going to get real about life as a divine human being. The good, the not so great, spirituality and taboo. Divinely Human is the podcast that's all about what it means to be human in a spiritual context. We know it's not just about being spiritual, it's about being human too. And that means changing poopy nappies and channeling angels. Sometimes even at the same time. It's time for us to stop making other people's noise our own soundtrack of life. Let's make some waves together so that we can all ride them together and create deep resonance, a sense of home in this crazy world. Pour yourself a coffee or a glass of wine if that's your potion and sit down with your new favorite spiritual sisters as we go on a journey together into what it means to be a divine human being on this spiritual journey. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Divinely Human podcast. I am Tanita. And I am Alicia. We are so excited to have you back. I say that every darn week. I have to come up with another thing, honestly. Like, I'm so excited. Anyway, wait, I am. I really am. (laughs) We are. (laughs) It's the truth. But no, we, um, I think after last week, you know, talking about protection and kind of switching up the energy a couple of episodes ago. I'm excited to see where today will take us. I know there's a couple of different things that we really do want to bring through just really intentionally because we're seeing in the space and we've had a lot of people in both of our businesses kind of come in and um, share their experience with this one particular topic. So we'll definitely touch on that. But yeah, let's just see where it goes, I guess. Mm, I'm really looking forward to this. Mm. I kind of like starting them like this and I feel like we're also really led all of the time when we do it like this. You know, I feel like we're just guided to go with where we're supposed to go and what people need to hear as well. So, yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Totally. Well, let's do a little bit of a catch up because I've been wanting to do this for a while. I want to do a little weekly recap. So how's your week been? (sighs) What a week it's been. (laughs) I mean, if you're close to me, you'll know what it's been like. Mm -hmm. I have just been taken down by sickness, sickness in my chest, in my throat. And I know I was having that conversation with you this morning about like the energetics behind why I think I haven't been able to speak and breathe, even breathing. Like at the moment I'm on steroids to breathe. (laughs) Um, And I feel like, yeah, as I said to you, I think it's just all to do with sharing my truth. And I feel like I'm just like dusting out all the rest, like the last few cobwebs in there that are kind of like making me feel a little bit sticky when it comes to sharing my truth. And I, that's why I I said to you today, like, I know I still want to show up because I want to push it and, make sure that I'm moving past like this thing that's trying to stop me from speaking out and sharing my truth. So even though this week has been a little bit tough, (laughs) you know, fucking mum life trying to care for kids while you're a crook and have a fever and feeling like you're not, you can't even function yourself. Um, 
it's kind of nice stepping back and being able to identify where this may be coming from and then giving myself that challenge to, no, I'm still going to show up. But obviously I feel well enough to do that energetically because I'm like, I have that drive to really do it. I'm not, don't feel like I'm coming from a space of pushing myself, but I'm like, no, this is this new little timeline I've decided to take and I'm going to jump onto it and roll with it in this Mm. whole truth sharing. So it's been a good week. It's been a hard week, but it's been a good week. What Mm. about you? I love that. Just to reflect, like, I think that's why I really have fallen in love with spirituality and just living a really conscious life because it brings so much peace to really tough situations. And, you know, being a mom and trying to look after two kids, it's just, it's exhausting. But when you know that there's a deeper purpose for you going through this, it's like, oh, okay, kind of surrender into it a little bit. And I found the same thing, like since, especially since starting this podcast, there's just such a deep desire to fully activate the throat chakra. And I love that because especially now we're in Leo season, all about like speaking our truth and like letting that be front and center. It's so beautiful to like witness you kind of going through this and just watch this whole journey unravel. And I'm really glad we we did start this podcast and we we are doing this. And I think that's part of the journey of like actually stepping into the lessons, right? And like fully just going at them and surrendering. And I think I always used to think of surrendering as like a really um, like non-powerful position to be in. And with all of the fire energy in my chart, sometimes that can feel really um, overwhelming to not be in my power. But when I realized that surrendering is actually just like collaborating with the universe and it's actually allowing and letting go of resistance and letting your journey and path open up more fully. I was like, Oh, okay. I can, I can get behind this, but yeah, it took me a while. Um, And this week has been good for me, other than the fact that I just feel like suddenly I've got no time (laughs) and so many things to do. And I'm coming out of a deep, deep season of rest and having so much time and space. And my little Pisces soul loved that. And now I'm just being catapulted into not having a spare minute in the day. And I'm like, screaming on the inside so I'm watching myself move into mm, like being really careful with how I'm thinking with myself and knowing that I actually need downtime and rest to rejuvenate my spirit and my energy but then knowing when it's too much you know that fine balance Mm. yeah yeah and I mean in saying that though we are coming into Leo season so you've chosen this like probably the best season to begin um obviously what you're you're starting now and going back into study and taking on you know a whole new world of this exciting uh path that you're also deciding to go down and what a beautiful season to start that yeah so as much as you feel overwhelmed and a bit like "Mm, just know that leo season is gonna like it will support you and you know this already but Mm. it is so gonna support you in being able to like 
handle this shit. Girl, yeah. you're a queen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that. They're like, put me up. But mine needs to be reminded. And it's like just so human, right? So for those who don't know, I'm actually um, starting a diploma in counseling, which I previously um, really, really wanted to study counseling, but had to drop out of university. And so I'm kind of re-entering with a whole lot more experience behind me in in life and in business and in interacting with people. So I think Leo season is a great time to do this. I'm excited to see what comes up. Yeah. Yeah. And it always starts, it is going to start at the exact, you know, right time for you in a time that the energetics, you know, behind us, this backdrop is going to support you in doing this. So I know it. I can see it. <laughs> I just know. I'm excited for you. But yeah, I love that you're taking the time to just like know when you need to have those moments of stillness still and keep that in the forefront. That's one thing that I, I try to keep a constant. It's been a big lesson for me as well as just learning to like, you can still breathe in chaos if you just remember to surrender and allow it (laughs) yes is there remembering that's so hard right like I remember it was like spiraling the other day and just out of complete stupidity just humanness and and it was like god I have to find better strategies to remind myself like in the midst of all of this like hey there's actually peace here if you let it but such a human thing yeah it is an it is a human thing and we kind of fight with the spiritual side a little bit with that because we're like, no, we're like these amazing enlightened human beings that can take on all this multifaceted, like where, you know, <laughs> sometimes we're just like, <laughs> yeah, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. And that, like, that's just the bottom line, right? It's just damn fucking hard. Yeah, totally. Oh, yes, I feel that so bad. You know what? Ever since we um, we did start talking about kind of our own experience in mentoring, um, being mentored and through mentoring other people, I think it's actually opened a really big conversation um, through our own lives and through our own connections with people. And it's really cool because like, that's why we started this podcast, but I don't know. I just feel like we need to talk about it a little bit more. Like we were in voice memos the other day. Yeah. It seems to be this persistent knock on the door from the universe Mm. to us. And every single time we think that we've had the conversation and then we release the podcast or we release, you know, any sort of personal musings that we both share on our own platforms about it, the universe comes knocking again, whether that's through just a nudge or whether that's through our own guides or whether that's through people from the community approaching us and confiding in us and actually sharing their stories and us realising that this... There's there's so much to be said and unpacked around the dynamics and the the current energy in this space when it comes to mentoring and coaching and space. I just want to say space holding in general because, like, really that's what it is. And that can be such a broad term, but it is 
a really, uh, it's a good one to use because I don't, it's hard to sort of label that if you think about it, but I've seen so many and have heard through people sharing, you know, so many people within the community that have felt let down and really confused and I guess scarred in a way when it comes to stepping out and being supported by someone. So I think, yes, I agree. It is a conversation that keeps on coming around. And I think that it's coming around for a like beautifully divine purpose. And that is because this dialogue, it does keep going <laughs> because it keep we keep learning and we keep experiencing and we keep hearing and people keep sharing. And I actually am so grateful and really um, like humbled that people are confiding in this community that we have built as well, because I think that that's really what all we wanted is to build that sisterhood trust, to speak to each other. Yeah, I I totally agree. I totally agree. And like you said, at the base of it, we are space holders, no matter if you're a healer, a reader, or call yourself a coach or an intuitive, like at the baseline of that, you're holding space for another human being. And I think that sometimes we have to remember why we're doing this and why we entered into this space, not only as a consumer, somebody being held, also somebody who's holding space. I think that's really important because the stories that we've heard uh, over the past couple of weeks and since we did open the conversation, there's a lot of people who feel like they're not being seen, who feel like they're entering containers just to uh, witness, you know, the the coach or the healer or the space holder. And I just think that this is a really deep invitation to remember why you started this particular container and to beautifully take yourself out of the equation. I want to say more so take your ego out of the container not necessarily you because your energy is important and the way that you process things is really important, but your own needs and your own, yeah, expectations coming from your ego. Yeah. Yeah. I think too, and there's no really, (laughs) here we go, cutthroat leash is about to come. (laughs) I love her. (laughs) Whew. Uh, There's no, okay, how do I say this? You shouldn't be mentoring people or stepping up into that role of support if you're not nurturing your own um, shadows and uh, issues with being seen in the space (sighs) because mentoring other people shouldn't be the the vessel in which you gain your self-worth or your um, acknowledgement of self. (laughs) I think that it's something that should come after you've began working on quite a large portion of that beforehand. (laughs) It's not something that you dive into before you know who you are and and what your worth is. And I, I see it a lot in this space is that people who actually do lack a lot of self-love and compassion for themselves and 
they they want to step into these roles where they're supporting other people because they want to be the savior. They want to be seen as the savior and that person. And that comes from, that actually does come from a place of love, but it also comes from a place of desperation. Mm. And those are two very um, counteracting energies. And what that creates is a really toxic space and a space where no one's actually going to feel very supported at the end of the day. Um, it's a hard one. It is a really hard one. And the biggest thing you can do is actually acknowledge that and go, okay, it's not my time to step into this just yet. Maybe I do have a little bit more work to do surrounding, you know, where I sit in this space and where I think I am. And it's, oh, it's hard, man, being honest with yourself, (laughs) especially when you're on this enlightenment journey and the spiritual path is it's so hard to be sit down and really look at yourself in the mirror and say, Hey, I probably aren't in a, like, I'm not in a space to support people right now. Maybe I should give myself a little bit more love and compassion before I try to lift everyone else around me up. Right. Because it ends up being this circus act where like you're on the pedestal spinning around doing all the tricks and everyone's like, yay. Ooh, oh my God. I've come to the circus and I watch this person. And it's like, Oh, I didn't get anything from that. And then like you walk away and you're like, I just worked with someone and I feel like I was just there, like exactly what you said at the start. Like I just witnessed this person and all of their accolades and heard about their life story and I didn't get a chance to be seen or heard myself and I was almost a support to them. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, what, what did I sign up for? Like, what am I doing here? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> This is not what I entered into. One, to raise someone else up on the on the, some sort of fictional ladder that we've all made up. It's like everyone thinks there's a fictional ladder in this space and we all sit on these different levels and no one, no, no one in this space is any better, any advanced, any, uh, any anything, any elevated than anybody else because we are all the same we are all reflections of each other expressing ourselves differently but at the same level we're all here that's why we're all here existing at the same time together (laughs) and I think that we tend to lose sight of that truth that universal truth yeah I totally agree and you know, there's no shame in feeling that urge to be on the pedestal or to have the accolades because truly it's a very deeply subconscious ingrained belief that while we're living in this patriarchal world, we have to climb to the top and we have to be seen at the top in order to be successful. And I think that we're in a constant battle between societal expectations and honoring the truth of our soul that it sometimes is really hazy to know the difference between what success looks like and what success really means to you. And I think that's a distinguish that I invite everybody into is what does success look like to you when you're thinking about everybody else in the world and how you want to be seen by others 
versus how does it actually feel to you? Like, what does that do to your body? Like, how does that make you move? How does that make you show up more or whatever that is? Because like the truth is we, we are, we're living in a society where, you know, there have been massive, huge companies built from, you know, the ground up and we have been told this is what success looks like. Success looks like a middle-aged white rich man to me. You know, that's not everybody's view, but to me it is somebody working in corporate, um, somebody who's a CEO of a really large business. And for a long time, I always felt so unsuccessful because my success didn't match that. And when I really understood like, hey, wait a minute, the minute I let that go and let my soul answer what success looks like, I am already successful right here and right now. And I don't even have to be standing on a pedestal. And I can look at women and men all through the same lens. Like we don't have to fight each other. We don't have to like, I don't know, pass the ladder down, pass the blueprint down. Like this is something you and I were talking about the other day. Like, oh my God, can we please stop selling success blueprints? Like, yeah. Fuck, it's driving me crazy. Yeah. And it seems to be like a, a, a trend at the moment. And I've seen it and everyone kind of has the same sales pitch. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like how I, I make 12K a month. You can too. This is how I did it. Follow these steps. Mm. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> I guarantee if you're going to be selling that, you should. And I, I feel like, I feel like this should be a thing. You should <laughs> inverse them 12K when they end up not making 12K. Oh, dude, yeah. You've handed out a blueprint that is not for them, that it is, it's your own soul codes. You've handed them down to someone else because you've been too lazy to actually or uneducated or just not, not, not even that, like just had not had the experience or the, the knowledge about how different we are and, and, and energy. It really does come down to having like an, a very vast knowledge of energy and how it works. If you don't have that and you're just handing down your own soul blueprint to people saying, I'll get you this far, you best believe you better be reimbursing that person especially after they've paid you mm. what I'm assuming is going to be a, a fuckload of money because <laughs> and <laughs> like, that's, that's just what it should be. And a lot of the time, like I would love to see the statistics, actually, I'd love to see the numbers on this as to how many people come out of these programs that where people are selling, you know, someone else's blueprint, their own blueprint to people. I would love to see the statistics to see how many people actually go out and, and, push that and succeed in that, in doing it with those steps, because I guarantee there wouldn't be that many. Hey. Yeah. Well, you know what? Like we've seen this firsthand, like in one of the companies that we, we did invest in, like we're both speaking from experience here. Like we've tried that. We have, we have signed up. We were sold that. We were like, yep. Okay. I want to learn the deeply masculine way on how to build a business, following somebody else's plan, following somebody else's instruction and fully ignoring my own intuitive truth. Like I've 
done that dance. And it's interesting because that particular business did sell the statistics. And that's the reason why I signed up. And then when I entered, I did two rounds of it because the first round I didn't hit the 10K mark. I hit 8K, which is amazing. And the money was amazing. But what I noticed was the way that they presented the statistics was really sneaky. So it was like everybody who did all of the million trillion pieces of content in there, everybody who went to all of the calls, everybody who like, you know, said their number, not actually showed their bank account also. Like, it's just interesting. And I think this is really tough because as a consumer in this space, to me, there's a deep sense of not being able to trust anymore since leaving a program like that, not only in myself, but in other people in the industry who are selling this. And it's really tough because I know I can't be the only one that doesn't trust programs anymore. I know I'm not the only one who doesn't trust online coaches anymore. And I'm healing that and I am working through that, but it makes it so much harder on the flip side as a space holder to, I don't know, to, to not put that energy out there as well. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just such a space. It, It, they, it actually like an experience like that, it does scar you in the way of, as soon as you go out into the world and you start to offer your, you know, your services, your, you know, immersions or anything, mentorships, coaching, whatever, you always find yourself in the back of your head, like go straight into that judgment mode. And you're like, I don't want to come across like that. I don't want to come across like that because you've been in a space where you know how it feels to come out of something and feel so fucking disappointed and let down and lied to and deceived mm. and not cared for. It's like this false sense of support when really all along they were just there for themselves to hike themselves up the ladder. Yeah. And you do get scarred by that. And it reflects in your work for a very long time. Um, it's, it's been personally something I'm still working through. <laughs> um and I've had so many people ask like, oh, when are you going to release a mentorship or, you know, like one-on-one coaching and stuff like that. And I'm like, I know that I am, but I'm just working through that, that journey of recovering from something after coming out of it and being so disappointed and like mortified at a large portion of the industry. Mm. It's and it's something that haunts you and you're like, I just don't want to put that out. I don't want, I don't want there to be any more of that. So I'm scared to step into this just in the small chance that maybe I emanate a tiny little bit of that somewhere. Does that make sense? It does. And you know what? No, no wonder you're purging. <laughs> no wonder you're purging right now. <laughs> Oh, because holy crap. And the word haunting is so right because everywhere we freaking turn, now that we're aware of this, we can, well, I know I can't sense it, see it. Like we saw somebody from that same business then put up that they were an empowerment mentor and we were like, what the fuck is going on? And it does, it makes you really question how you can show up in this in this world, in this environment, in this community, 
one, honoring your truth and your desire, but two, having a really deep awareness that, you know, there are people out there who who might be saying the same thing, but I think we just have to trust the energy. I think we have to trust our intention behind it because I'll be freaking damned if these people get more of the stage, more of the spotlight compared to people who actually deeply are invested in supporting others, like, and others being the key word there. Like, I will be damned if (laughs) people who act from a place of ego get what success looks like. Like, I really want to change that narrative. But you're right. It's just a journey. It's just working through the process. And I think we need to just continue to hype each other up (laughs) in this space to work through our shit and do what we feel called to do because it's just, yeah, I never want to see anybody ignore their desires um, just because they're afraid of showing up like somebody else who had the same desire just coded in ego and, you know. Pain. Pain, yeah. Pain, Pain. and that's what it is and that's why especially not and not so much the companies but to the individuals that uh, are working in this way it is pain mm-hmm. and it does come from a place of pain in you know as we said before like a lack of self-worth and self-love and that need for validation like we spoke about last week in this on the podcast it does come from this like yearning of just wanting to be seen by the world and not realizing that you are, you are witnessed in every day in what you're doing. You know, people don't need to tell you what a great person or what a great coach you are for you to feel that way because that should reside within before you step into that, um, that space of supporting others in that way. Mm. And it is pain. It is like reflecting that pain out and that hurt onto other people. And it ends up, it does hurt other people. <laughs> and you, you are, if you are hurting the people that you are trying to support, if you are trying to hold space in that way, it's, it's deeply damaging and there's no rush. Like there's no rush to run out and, take on a thousand clients at the same time and not provide any of them any genuine support and not put the the effort into making sure that you're passing down something that is actually designed for them and not just you know a reflection of you and your own journey because it's just it is really damaging and I just I really I actually look forward to this shifting because it is being spoken about more. And I know that we're not the only people speaking about this. It is being spoken about. And there are conversations circling around. And just the fact that we've, you and I both have had numerous people confide in us and share their stories. So it's like, this isn't just happening. This isn't just going on and ticking over in our mind. It's ticking on over in so many people at the moment, which really speaks for itself. Like that speaks of volumes in where we're heading. And it is really exciting to think about the fact that this fad, <laughs> this way of supporting and this like get rich quick 
like empowerment sort of bullshit is going to hopefully come to an end (laughs) and that we will be amongst this community of conscious space holders. (laughs) Yes. Oh yeah. I'm so here for that. Definitely. And you're so right. There's no rush and And that's part of it. Like it's so easy to see somebody else's successes overnight or within the last, you know, month, like how many of like, I've made a hundred K in like 60 days. And you're like, well, you didn't tell us about the 10 prior years you spent building up your clientele. Like that's just not included in the picture. So yeah, I think, I think we need to let go of that rush and just know that, the more we continue heading towards our North Star, everything will fall into place at exactly the right time. We just have to trust. And I know my own experience, like I've had times where I've let go and times where I've kind of realigned back and I always feel so much more at peace and so much more abundant when not focusing on the accolades or the money. And I'm just truly focusing on using my own abilities, my own energy, my own authenticity to support another person into into themselves or into the direction that they want to go. Yeah. Also, I just want to say as well, from a consumer point of view, if you enter into a relationship, partnership with someone offering a service in this space, regardless of what service it is, you have every right to decide that you don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like if you, if you get halfway and you're like, whoa, this energy is not for me, then you bring up that conversation because you have every right to bring up that conversation and discussion and, and, um, and end that. <laughs> don't feel like you're doing um, a discredit to yourself because you're not, you're honoring yourself. And because I know, <laughs> I know I, I, I did the same thing. Like I got, I pretty much got, I think it was like the second call of this coaching thing that I went through. And I was like, wow, this isn't for me. <laughs> this is not for me. <laughs> and I didn't honor that <laughs> at all. I stayed <laughs> So I was like, oh, I've got to like, I've got to stay and I'll just see it through. I'll trust it. Maybe I'm just overreacting. And I second guessed my intuition and I second guessed my own energy receptors and I stayed. And I spent a few months feeling so resentful <laughs> while I moved through the program. Like I was so resentful and cranky and triggered and just like, oh, fuck this space, fuck these people. <laughs> and I got to the end and I was like, fuck, I hate people. Like just some people are just so irresponsible when it comes to holding space. And I did, it scarred me. And now I'm like having to work through this shit. If you're in a space and you're working with someone, regardless of how lovely they come across, that energy is not integrating how how you envision it to and in a way that feels good for you. If it feels icky and they don't have to be a directly awful person, like they can come across as the nicest, sweetest person in the room. And I know that I've had, I've had certain little things come up in like um, programs and stuff I've done with other people where, and I have learned from that thing last, the, the coaching that I did last, because 
I have been through other things with people. And if I do sense that something's not really like right or the energy's off, I have spoken up about it. And I'm so grateful that I have because as coaches and mentors, we're not here just to like pass down the knowledge to everyone. Like we're not like these prophets that come in and we're like, oh, my children, here is all the wisdom and the knowledge. Let me pass it down to you all. Fuck that. We're here to actually learn off the people that we're interacting with as well. So in speaking up now, and I have a few times I've spoken up to people that I've worked with since then, and I'm like, I don't feel bad about it. I'm like, no, they need to know this. And then we've kind of fixed the problem and we've continued on in the program together because you shouldn't like have to sit there and just feel this energy coming across if it's not integrating properly and things can be spoken about and fixed and like discussed and maybe, and I think too, like part of your job as a coach coming from that point of view again is if something's not working, you need to have the education and the knowledge to be able to navigate another way to come through and support the person that you're working with. There isn't just this one way. And that also ties back into what you were saying about just handing down the same blueprint that worked for you. You're in this space. You need to have knowledge of multiple ways to go about things to support the people that you're working with because they're not you. Yes, we're all connected. Yes, we're all here and we are reflections of each other, but we're here in a really unique way as well. And it's not going to work, you know, so you have to be able to troubleshoot there. And I, I know a lot of people struggle with that whole troubleshooting thing. They're like, Oh, they just keep harping on with this same like way of doing something. If it's not, even when it's not being integrated by the um, consumer and it's just not, it's not okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I totally freaking agree. 100,000%. And you know, it almost sounds like a little bit of like good girl syndrome, you know, where you like, don't want to bring up confrontation. You just want to stick the straight and narrow because it's been done before and it's really safe and you don't want to like cause a ruckus. And this comes from both perspectives, right? So again, you have to if you are holding space, you have to have the courage and what a perfect time during Leo season, you have to have the courage to speak up and, and try a different way or yeah. yeah, troubleshoot's a really good, really good word. But I think, you know, it's hard navigating confrontation. It's really hard, but it's something that as a business owner um, and even as somebody who's paying for services, you have to be able to do, you have to be able to stand up for your own, um, your own right in every exchange. Um, And I think that's why it's so important to be so super clear about one, what you're getting and two, what you're giving in this, in a particular scenario. Like, can we bring the clarity back? And this is something that being reminded about in counseling, like the first session, we spend so much time going over everything like confidentiality, like this is the type of therapy I'm using. Like, you know, exactly what you're getting yourself into from the minute you sit down with your counselor. And I know this is like a deep reminder that 
you can be really clear about what you're giving and don't be afraid that it won't be enough or maybe it's too much. I think people value transparency when there's an exchange to be had. Would you agree? Mm, I agree. I agree. It shows integrity. Yeah. It shows so much integrity and it shows that you are willing, like you have done the work and you are willing to be wrong. Like, I think that that is the most incredible thing as a space holder is when you have the integrity to admit when maybe not wrong, but like if you've come into something and you're maybe not doing something as well as you could have been, or there could have been a little bit more thought or foresight put into that, acknowledging that and expressing that acknowledgement to the person that you're working with is the most honorable thing you could do for the people that you are providing space for. Um, It's really important. It is really important. And that builds trust as well. Mm -hmm. I find that that builds so much trust when you're working with people and you're willing to do that, because I do know that a lot of people, if, if you're working with someone and I experienced this too, in my bad experience with, you know, coaching and mentoring is that, if you speak up and you say that something isn't aligning with you as a client and you're like, Oh, this doesn't feel good. Like I just got gaslighted. Like I just, I was so gaslit by, (laughs) by this person. It was just reflected back onto me. And it's like, no, it's not always the client with the problem. Sometimes you have to actually go about it a different way. And acknowledging that is you have to do it. You have to do it. You can't just gaslight people. Yeah, exactly. And God, can we like stop supporting people when we don't truly support them? Like that is also something that I see so much in this industry. It's like people saying, you know, I, Oh, I don't, I don't like her or I, I didn't like that experience, but then they'll go and like share their content. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> like you don't have to invest in their timeline if you don't want to, like just to be seen as, I, yeah, I guess the transparency thing is, is huge for me at the moment. It's like, if you don't like something, like let's just be transparent about it. And if you don't have the courage to be transparent with the coach, like, at least do it for yourself, at least like Mm -hmm. cut ties for yourself and not have to pretend that you're invested and reflect back to yourself all of this negative kind of, yeah, like talk, you know? You know what? I just had this, (laughs) it always happens. I'm like, I'm having an epiphany. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Would you just call this like Alicia's epiphany series? (laughs) There needs to be some music that comes on when like you can see something (laughs) dropping in. I'm like, hang on a second. (laughs) Um, but we are kind of like for women, I'm speaking on behalf of women right now in this space, but we're kind of like, we're caught in this tug of war between operating in this sisterhood wound, but also operating being people pleasers. (laughs) So it's kind of like this like thing in the middle where we're like, I don't want to be, I don't want to offend anyone. I just want to support everyone. I want to like share everyone's stuff. I want to lift everyone up. And then like, oh, this is a competition. We've got to climb to the top of the ladder, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, no, support the people that make you feel good. Support the people that you know are authentic and that are working in this space with integrity, with um, 
like ethical morals and foundations underneath them that are raising other people up that are doing the fucking work support those people if you feel like you are surrounded by certain people that are inauthentic or are not sharing their own work or steal off other people or are kind of like gaslighting people or not really putting out the best energy and maybe you just feel like oh there's something off you you don't have to you don't have to support them newsflash <laughs> permission <laughs> slip <laughs> permission slip to just not i unfollow people all the time i've unfollowed a whole heap of people the last few weeks because i felt like i was kind of getting to that space where i was like oh there's a few like inconsistencies here and i'm like why am i in this space I've unfollowed them and I feel so much better because that removes the energy to be able to fill it with people that do resonate again. And then you grow, like you, your community grows in such a beautiful way when you make the space, you have to make the space for, for people to come in to resonate. Otherwise it gets filled up and you find that you're not growing and you're not meeting and connecting with more beautiful souls. And you're like, Ooh, and you feel gross. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I totally, totally agree. And, you know, it's just so funny. Like it's not only good for our energy, it's also good for like just social media, like just cleaning it out. Like if you want to really understand like the tactics behind social media and like actually like this is so reflected in proper analytics as well. Like this isn't just a great practice to protect you energetically. This is a great practice to support you and your business, get like found and connect with people who you feel more aligned to it's just a good idea all around and I know we've spoken about this is to wound you know a couple of episodes ago and we talked you know about supporting one another but please don't let that take you into like just sharing people for <laughs> the sake of sharing other people's content or like being that people pleaser I think we are in a state right now where we haven't quite as a whole found the happy medium between the two, like you were saying, and we have to find it within ourselves first in order to invite the rest of the community to step into that deeper. And it is a personal practice. Mm. I find, you know, and I love, and the other thing is it's okay. If you notice that people aren't talking to you as much, or maybe have unfollowed you or aren't coming to book your services anymore. Like we have to respect other people's um, decision to let your energy go as well. We're not always meant to be aligned for every single season in life. And I think that deeper we accept that I think it's a lot easier to then do it for ourselves too because I I always do worry like oh I hope they don't think that I'm just you know being a bad person but truly I just have to have to respect myself and I would be okay if they did the same yeah and we need to when that happens not create an assumption about it like oh they hate me they're a bitch (laughs) or like oh they have a problem with me No. And I would hope that people don't think that about me either when I decide that an energy isn't serving me. Right. Mm. That's the basis of making sure that we're in 
a safe space, isn't it? Like making sure that the energy is feeling good for us. If it's not, it's no offense to anyone. Like it is what it is. And it doesn't mean that you can't send people love. I, if I choose that I don't want someone in my space or that I don't want to interact with their field, I send them love. I send them love and hope that we get to resonate and vibrate together, you know, again in the future if we do align. But I always send them love and I'm like, love you, leave you, I'm leaving you, but I love you, I'm sending you love. It doesn't need to be this, can't stand her. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> it doesn't need to be like that. Mm. Um, I mean, sometimes in the past I have done that. It doesn't feel good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I can feel that I just feel compassion. And I'm like, it's a shame that we we don't resonate. And that's, it is what it is. And I'm clearing the space for more people to come in to keep resonating. Yeah, um, It's really important to do that. We need to stop being such fucking people pleasers. We don't need to please people. Mm-hmm. We don't, we don't need to, we don't need to build every, like support the people you want to support, lift up the sisters that you want to lift up. If someone, if you feel like the energy's off, you don't need to do it. It's not, it's not like a job role. <laughs> yes, totally. You know, like, it's so funny about the people pleaser thing, because I swear ever since I became a mom, I have really let that kind of go a lot more. Like before yes. I was a mom, I really noticed myself wanting to people please. I still notice mm-hmm. it with like really close family members like I really don't like rocking the boat with family it's a bit bit close to home I'm still working through that but with it my child like I'm like girl I don't care if you're pissed with me right now like I that's fine you can be pissed I know I'm not a bad person I love you and that's okay and it's been just so interesting watching that practice mm-hmm. daily sometimes even hourly and then watching yeah. that just like get me a bit more confidence and like ripple out into life would you say the same yeah I think I think through motherhood you exercise your like unwinding of the people pleasing role yeah which I fucking yeah. love like I love that I think it's really important I think I think a lot of things start to click into place like that when you enter motherhood you kind of you don't have time to deal with that yeah exactly yeah exactly and you don't want your child to like end up snobby or entitled so exercising you know <laughs> the fact that like you are their caregiver you are there yeah. you know to protect them sometimes you have to be really yeah I was having this conversation last night actually with my partner about it and I was like man I don't I feel like every year I give less fucks of what people think of me or how I come across <laughs> he was just sitting on the way I was like <laughs> agreed he's like yeah yeah I would say the same <laughs> um and it, it is true because you just kind of it's not that you don't care it's just that you don't you don't take on like the worry or the stress of what people may think you don't let it affect you. You kind of just let people deal with their own energy and you deal with yours because you've got your own little universe to deal with here. Especially when you're a mom and you've got kids and stuff like don't have time to worry about what other people might think about you. I'm too, too busy trying to like figure out my own family dynamics, you know, (laughs) That's that's yours. I will preface this by saying that if you, 
if you do, you know, offend or like are not nice or you have projected something on that is unkind, then yes, that is wrong. Like maybe you should care about what people think of you if you're putting out really fucking shit energy. Yeah. If you're just sharing your truth and doing your thing, then people are going to resonate. People aren't going to resonate. That's fine. Yeah. People, please. You don't have to. I see. Oh, I see it a lot. Actually, here we go. New, new tangent. New tangent. <laughs> but a lot of people, I see it on, um, like in the Instagram space a lot too. Is that a lot of people like trying to suck up to people by like sharing their content, like relentlessly, just sharing and sharing and sharing. I'm like, girl, are you gonna share something? If you like. You want to share? Yeah. It's going to keep climbing up everyone's ass. Literally. Oh, man. And I said it. (laughs) Yeah, literally. I hear you. Oh, yeah. I've definitely seen that. And, you know, I even saw this thing because those damn scam accounts, they've been sending, like, um, automated messages to, like, all of the people following them, right? Saying, you know, oh, I... (laughs) I love your energy. I want to give you a reading. I'm like, bro. Grand rising. <laughs> oh, it drives me crazy. But anyway, so I was like, I wonder how they are sending these autom- automated messages. I Googled it. There are actually things that you can invest in, like bots that go and like like other people's content and like share their content and comment on their stuff just to build engagement in your own profile and I was like what the fuck is going on like so my theory is that these scam accounts invest in things like this and they have like just bots going and it's fucking atrocious like it just is it's disgusting and I really hate it I just had to say that is this a thing that people actually doing this like that aren't scam accounts I don't know no idea but I'm like hiding like that was that scares me. That really does scare me in the way of like your the face of your online energy is interacting with other energy that you don't even you aren't even aware of. What are you letting in by having a like a bot interact for you and like and like like and comment and kind of yeah. <laughs> I know, I hear you. And this is why I'm saying, <laughs> oh, it's so, uh, it's so, uh. and I think this is why I love voice memos. Like, I will now reply to everybody with a voice memo. I don't Me care too. if there is like kids screaming in the back. I don't give a fuck <laughs> what is going on in the background because I'm a real person and I want you to know, like, all of the mm. people in my Instagram world, I want you to know I'm a real human being. Yeah how much we have to remind people of that like hey like yeah. I'm a human with a life behind here I was like you know I love that you said that because I do the exact same thing for the exact same reason because yeah. I'm like I want I want to be real like I want to be real yeah and when I first back in I think it was like the end of 2017 when I first made my account for my current um space <laughs> for lunar alchemy um on instagram i remember that no one would send voice notes that was like 
I don't even think he could back then. I think that was a new thing that came in maybe like a few years ago. I don't know. But I remember the first person that ever sent me an unsolicited voice note and I freaked the fuck out. I was like, <laughs> why does that mean I have to send one back? Oh my God. <laughs> yes. At the same time, as, as scared as I was, I was so fucking impressed <laughs> with, with like how vulnerable and like how real this person was. I was like, fuck, she's really getting in there. And then now I look at myself and I look at you and I look at a few other people I know that do this now. I'm like, man, if you think I'm going to be sitting there writing with my fingers, <laughs> you, got another, you, you got another thing coming. I will be responding with a voice note, whether or not the kid is screaming, whether or not, like, honestly, I don't care. But it also... I love when people send me voice notes instead of a text. You know, I think that it's a lot more personable and you really do get an idea of someone's energy when you can hear their voice and their, you know, they're bringing through. I think it's really cool. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's so funny. I remember my my sister-in-law, she was the first one to ever send me a voice note. I didn't even know they were a thing. And I was like, I was playing it and then her brother, my fiance, walked in. He's like, are you talking to her? And I was like, no, she sent me a voice note. We were like, what is this? I was like, I don't know. It was like this whole thing. I was like, but I really love it. And now I've like integrated that. And it's so funny what you said about like, do you think I'm going to spend two minutes of my time typing out a beautiful message? Like it's just not going to happen. There's going to be typos. I'm going to probably have it deleted because my child comes along and steals my phone. Like, I'm sorry. Mm. But you're right. We're real human beings. And I think finding ways that you can really like honor your energy um, is really supportive of building a space like this in the midst of people who like aren't doing the best thing for this industry. So yeah, it's like the little things, right? It is the little things. It is little things, little things like that, that, you know, reflect authenticity because it's, it's very, very, been very, very hard and very, very triggering navigating this space, seeing it, you know, become quite infiltrated with inauthenticity. And um, you know what, even even the content people are sharing, like I see people share content all the time that it's just completely like, like even like literal facts that they've gotten from somewhere. And I'm like, that's actually inaccurate like you're actually spreading misinformation but people feel so like pressured obviously to keep sharing like all this like wide array of information like they're like I need to keep sharing this I need to keep oh that's taking off like people are interested in that I'm gonna share it and it's like yeah but do you are you actually invested in what you're sharing or are you just sharing it because you think that you're gonna get likes or comments or people are going to think you're more knowledgeable like the things that I see shared that I'm like that's actually incorrect information and I'm not saying intuitive advice I'm saying like literal like incorrect information like especially I see it all the time in like the astrological world online (laughs) and stuff like that like people sharing just the fucking wrong information and I'm like can you stop that was six months ago (laughs) (laughs) Like it's actually a full moon, not a new moon. (laughs) Like, um, but the sad thing is, is that these people 
specialize in other things that they're so gifted at. And I'm like, yeah, that. Or like invest in learning about, um, if you are interested in something and you want to share it, invest in your learning and really dive into it completely and know that you understand that before you go preaching about it because the wrong information in the wrong hands spread around confuses a lot of people. (laughs) You're not doing anyone a service. If you're not, if you're not understanding what you're sharing, you're not doing anyone a service at all. I don't know why I just felt like I had to share that. Oh no, it needed to be. I totally think that's so important. And like, there is enough evidence to support the fact that when you trust your own intuition and your own authenticity you will become successful in hand like there's so much evidence out there you don't need to (laughs) you don't need to like employ the uh like what other people are doing just because it looks like they're getting more engagement or Mm. they're getting more money like you gotta just trust and I think that's a massive lesson we all have to go through the fact that Sometimes we need to let go of the like probability of replicating somebody's success and like really anchor into our own possibility, you know? Yeah, I agree. And you don't always have to be moving. Like, and I had this conversation with a dear friend yesterday and I I was um, quite in awe because this friend, I always noticed that she always she just honors her energy so well. And sometimes she'll like, she'll disappear for like a week or so and I won't see anything. And then she'll return. And after honoring her energy and um, taking that time to just be and be still and recalibrate and integrate whatever that like she's going through and she comes back and the things that she shares after integrating energy is just like, it just lands for me and it lands. I see it land for so many other people in the space. And I see you do this too. I know that you do this too as well. Mm -hmm. I've seen this pattern and as a Virgo, it's a big lesson for me. So I look at people like you and her and I learn and I am like, I'm in awe because I'm like, it is really important to, to stop and to take time off and not always show up. We don't, we're not in this race of pumping out information. We don't have to be making noise constantly. We can go and we can take rest and integrate. And then when we come back, we're going to resonate with people tenfold because we've taken that time to integrate and to realign and get our own energy right. We don't have to be looking for the next most popular thing to share or the next trending spiritual niche or like spiritual thing that's happening. We don't have to do that. We shouldn't be doing that. That should not be how we're showing up in this space. And I am really in awe of people that can just ride that wave of energy and go into that like bear mode when they need to be in that like hibernation mode and just be and then come out of it. And you can see it. It's like it radiates this magnetism. And I'm like, God, what you're sharing is just hitting me straight in the heart space right now. Yeah. Because they have honored that. When you honor yourself and your own cycles and not fall into that that rat race of having to show up and having to share and having to get the likes and using the right hashtags and having to do all this shit, you pull in this magnetism where it's like it goes from hustling to actually just 
surfing. It's like surfing. Yes. Yes. I <laughs> wish I could surf. in and they go out. Sometimes you're sitting out there on your board waiting and you're like, I'm actually just going to enjoy this. <laughs> uh, and then you come back and you're like, fuck yeah, big wave coming in now. Let's ride it. And it just, it's so organic. So yeah. organic. Yeah, and organic energy is 10 times more powerful than replicated energy, mm-hmm. or you know. Oh, yes, it's so true. I love that. And I talked about this a couple of months ago, actually, where I was like, you know, consistency on social media is absolute BS because especially as a woman, like we have cycles embedded into the cells of our being like we have to honor that otherwise we're going to burn out and I just would so much prefer to pour myself into something that I know is gonna give me something back whether or not I get engagement just the pure fact that I'm sharing content from a really beautiful full place is enough for me and then Anything else on top of that is like added. And I I think I see this so much where people are like, I'm going to share this piece of content because I know it's going to get engagement and all of this. And it's like, why are you even posting that? Like, what do you want the engagement for? Do you want it just for the likes or to bring more people into your community? Or do you actually want to post content because it lights you up and you have to share it? Otherwise you're just going to burst at the seams. Like that's what I want more of. And Yeah. And I love, and that's why we're on social media. We're on social media Mm -hmm. to get content that hits us in our emotions and that lights us up and to actually connect with a human being, not just like a static, random copy and pasted post. I feel like we, okay. Here we go. I was, (laughs) I saw that coming through. (laughs) I just dropped through. I feel like we, are caught up in taking on the role of like the hierophant Mm. when really it should be like this beautiful balancing between the fool and the hierophant, those two energies. And I think that we, we feel like we should be. And same thing as we spoke about last, was it the week before last, um, about always showing up as the teacher. No, no, we don't have to show up and be constantly teaching people things all the time. Like, we can show up as the fool, as that curious, inquisitive soul that's just in their complete vulnerability and like, I'm ready for anything. Like that's really important to show up in that way. Like we don't always have to. And like a lot of the time when, when we're in that full mode, we're not showing up. We're sitting back and integrating and like learning and diving into something in our own time without the whole world seeing it, mm. you know? Yeah. But think that there is this like power struggle in this space between like we always have to be in this hierophant phase of like teaching and preaching and we don't don't actually have to be a a a container or a vessel of information 24 7 for people (laughs) and it it does tell a lot about the person when they're willing to just step back and not always be teaching and preaching but I'm really glad we we released that episode the other week and I, th- I feel like this one's quite the same there's just being being in that in the moment and you know not always teaching things all the time <laughs> yeah I laugh because it's like me cutting my bangs on my stories this morning like <laughs> like that was so fun like I kid you not and 
it was got so much like so much engagement so many people like messaging me and that is like yeah. just so beautiful because it is it's soothing that part of me that says like you need to be really smart or really like an expert in this area to to have you know yeah. people to your world and it's so funny because you you do you have to trust those intuitive hits you have to trust what comes even if it looks so stupid like hey would this look good on me and like you know you just have to trust where you're led and the more you do that the more you're going to build up this evidence within your being that like okay yeah I can trust that inner guidance and she actually leads me towards what my soul desires and yeah, that's what this season's all about too. I love Leo season for that. Mm, yeah, this Leo season is really going to support us in this. So mm. I'm really excited too. I love it too because it's like this last, obviously here in the Southern Hemisphere, it's this last um, kind of like month or so before the weather starts warming up too. And we can kind of feel, we can feel like mama, mama earth around us starting to change you can sort of feel the weather starting to change we will be over the course of leo season starting to feel her wake up and get ready to support us in this like leo season like oh my god like what have we got leo season virgo virgo guys (laughs) you're like remember (laughs) Don't forget Virgo season. But like all of these seasons, like I'm just thinking about, and I, I it's always that tail end of the year that it is like the action. <laughs> so, and I feel like it really serves us down in this in the southern hemisphere because it's like the warmth and the weather and the everything sort of like blooming and growing and the heat and all of these seasons to support us astrologically in like expressing and being and like getting out there and like living and I'm excited I think we're gonna all start to like wake up in our own souls and we do every year it's a cycle and I always look forward to it Leo season is like the kicker for me (laughs) it's like okay girl time to wake up (laughs) time to step back into that fiery self um so yeah it's good um it's good. And it's kind of easing us into it as well because um, Leo is still fixed. <laughs> so it's kind of like not like straight into the deep end, but it's kind of like nudging us into this fiery energy. So, yeah. Yeah. Excited. Me too. Oh, this has been so good. I love these. They fill up my soul. They do. I I think that this one has been such a great unpacking of of everything and as always you know we say all of this with love and with compassion and you know we're not we're not trying to make people feel you know bad about how they're showing up but just trying to inspire to to maybe shift and change and play around with how you're showing up and just take the time for yourself to actually acknowledge and really look at how you're showing up and providing in this space and re-establishing that if there needs to be things that needs to be changed and how you could maybe do it in a way that's more I don't know of service and from the heart center not so much from up here yeah I love that as always thank you guys for being here and chatting with us and just being here um it's so funny even though 
like everyone's not sitting around us. It's like I feel this energy of like this sisterhood around us whenever we're here and I love it so much. Um, you can find us at Divinely Human Podcast on Instagram uh, and you can listen and watch us on Anchor, YouTube and Spotify. We cannot wait to chat to you guys again. See you, we'll see you very soon.